Welcome to Characters Here Podcast. I'm your host, Charday, creator of SLF Entertainment. On this show, I interview talented people as they share their amazing stories. I also share stories of my own, talking about the ups and downs in life and how to stay motivated. You can find me on Instagram at SLF underscore entertainment, Facebook SLF Entertainment, and check out my books on Amazon. So join the community at charactersheres.com. Welcome back. Look, that's not it. Welcome back. Welcome back. Okay, that wasn't no. You know what? Welcome back, y'all. <laughs> Welcome to Characters Here Podcast. I am your host, Charday. And in this episode, I interview blogger Destiny. So she inspired this episode to be about writing. And it's titled Just Write to Play on Words. Because as an introvert, and she is an introvert as well. I feel like even though I had siblings, I am the oldest, I still wrote because, for one, it's my personality, and it also helped me in a lot of situations. So I think no matter who you are, if you're an extrovert or an introvert, in between, doesn't matter, no matter who you are as a person, no matter your background, what you come from, it helps to write down what you are feeling. You don't necessarily have to be a writer like I am or like Destiny is or a blogger. You don't have to put this stuff out there unless you just are creative and want to do it. It helps to have a journal. And I know like men or boys feel like this is a girl or a women thing, but I really believe that everyone should do it no matter your gender because it really helps you as a person. It keeps you from feeling like um, you have to be around people all the time just to make you feel good. It keeps you from doing other recreational things <laughs> to buy that time or to keep your stress level down. Writing in a journal or on your phone, you know, we have the little different things, apps on our phone that we could, you know, notes, we can put stuff in. Talking to someone is another one. But I say writing because it's something that's private. It's something that's yours. And then a few months, a few days, even a few years, you can go back to this point and see where you were in life. And that's how I got over some of my very stressful, stressful times in life. Um, It was just from writing, you know, putting all my emotions on the paper or even in your computer or like I said, on your phone. So I really believe that you should just just write it out, get it out of you, because, you know, a lot of times we are very private and secretive and we want to walk around like life is just excellent. It's beautiful. All I got to do is do a little bit of that and do a little bit of this and I can get over it and move on to the next day. But if you don't get it off your chest, you will end up carrying it over into relationships and that can get very unhealthy. You don't want to be the reason that something didn't work or friendship or relationship, friendship, even a relationships with your family members. It helps a lot of times to write those things out and you can and it gives you time enough to focus on really what the issue, what the cause is and how you can deal with it the right way. So, while my voice is on all this cracking, (laughs) because it's so early in the morning, but I had to go out and just put down some little bit of inspiration, motivation, you know, something that will help your day. 
So very quick and short and to the point. So I'm not going to talk to you anymore, any longer. I'm going to get right into the interview with Destiny. Please also follow Characters Here on Twitter, at Characters Here. And follow me personally on my Instagram and Facebook at SLF underscore entertainment. Also, I have a new book out called Bad Politics. It is now available on iBooks, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon and CreateSpace. <laughs> okay, y'all. So, I'll let y'all go, and I'll talk to y'all later. See you later. Alligator. <laughs> Born in Oklahoma, she moved to Georgia when she was four but moved back to Oklahoma at 16 to attend the University of Oklahoma, where she studied journalism, specifically broadcasting, electronic, media, and video production. She's a blogger and special guest on Characters Here, 24 years young. Destiny, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. So tell us what was your childhood like. Do you have any sisters and brothers? Um, I'm the only child, so no siblings. My dad has other kids. But pretty much I'm the only child. And since we grew up, well, since I grew up in Georgia, away from my family for the most part, I didn't really, I don't know. I feel like my childhood was just kind of just me. So it was cool. It wasn't anything special. Were you involved in any activities in school? Yeah, I did. um, I was a majorette in elementary school up until like, I think sixth grade. And then I also played softball from third grade until ninth grade. And what else did I do? I think that's it. And did you have any role models as a kid? Somebody you looked up to? Yeah, I looked up to my mom. I know that's cliche, but (laughs) because she was a single mom and she was always working and going to school but still had time for me and provided for me, I was like, wow, that's amazing. I want to be like her. Right. Moms are so cool. Is there something that she, like, uh, told you, a lesson she gave you that you find to be relatable today or something you've, you've used in your life? Um, I feel like everything she's ever said was true. <laughs> even though I didn't listen at the time. But, like, I don't even – I can't even pick one thing. Maybe I could – like, my friends at the time, like, in middle school and high school, she would always tell me which friends weren't my friends. But I never listened, and then eventually it became clear that they weren't my friends. So stuff like that, and then I always had to earn stuff. Like, my, I had to have good grades to get something I really wanted or save up my own money, and she would help me buy something. But it was never just, like... You want this? Okay. How did you decide to go to college? I know that my mom went to OU, and so I think that was pretty much my reasoning. Um, Besides that, I did a tour um, of OU when I was a junior in high school, and I was pretty much sold, so that helped. When you were in college, did you like, you know how you go to college and you're like, Oh, college is going to be the best years ever of your life. Did you find, like, a bunch of responsibilities that you had before, new people, any experiences that you had to adjust to? Um, Yeah, I had to adjust to being around so many other people all the time because I was an only child. 
So it was always quiet in my house. It was just me. I didn't have to like worry about sharing with anybody. But then when you get to college, you have to share with the roommate and your roommate might have friends who are in your room. Even though you want it to be quiet, you have to adjust to their friends. You have to make friends. And I worked on the weekends, so I had to add that into my time management. Studying, I hate studying, so I would just do what I wanted to do and then study at the last minute sometimes. That wasn't going to work out. Was this something that uh, you got involved with on campus? Um, I got involved with like the Black Student Association and um, NAACP. And then I was a, a recipient of this scholarship called the Sooner Tradition Scholarship because my mom went to OU. So I met people in those scholarship meetings that we had to attend. So just little stuff like that. And you being an only child, how did it all work out for you to be like able to be around those type of organizations? I would just really sit back unless someone asked me something. I didn't really like project myself on them. Um, But if it was something that I knew I was good at, like social media, then I would um, speak up like, I I can do that. I'm good at that. Mm. And what led you to Greek life? Well, the black community at OU is not that big. So seeing black people in general makes you like, oh, okay, let me go to this event. And mm-hmm. I had um, aunts that were AKAs before I got to school. And I was like, that's amazing. And I would watch all these YouTube videos about them and just learning all this stuff. And then I finally saw them and I was like, Uh, they are so beautiful. They carry themselves so well. And then, like, just when I would go to step shows and they would do list their stats, like highest GPA, I'd be like, okay, (laughs) really doing something. I need to get on board. And would say, like, being in that organization, like, helped you in school? Um, I would say, yeah. It helped me meet other people and venture out and, like, just come out of my shell a little bit. Because I had to interact with other people. Right. And I had to, like, get it together. I had to make sure I was involved because they want community involvement. I had to do community service and um, just be involved in more clubs and stuff. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that helped a lot. Nice. So you study in journalism. And so were you always interested in writing? Yes. Or it came, oh, you were. Okay. And what were you writing? Um, when I first started writing, it was, I would always write in a diary, and I think that was because I was an only child, so I really didn't, like, have a sibling to talk to. So I started with my diary, and then when I went to, like, Girls Incorporated after school, in elementary school, we would write poems and stuff, and I had one poem published when I was little, and I don't really remember what it was called. Then, in seventh grade, I had this honors English teacher, and he was really mean and so hard, and we had to write a short story for a warm-up one day, and so I started writing the story, and then I was like, I started getting, like, attached to the characters, so 
So I just <laughs> never stopped writing. And then after that, I just started creating different people and characters and different stories. Oh, and that was the beginning. And that was the beginning. So you kept up with it even while you were in college. Yes. And when did you decide to go public as far as um, putting it online for like mm. other people? To- <laughs> I think that was like my sophomore year when I put one of my stories on Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Because I started reading other people's and I was like, wow, this is cool. Let me post mine. Yeah. And then I started seeing people steal people's stories and I was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> so then, um, I don't know when I started blogging publicly or like why. I don't know what made me start. I think I just got like a boost of confidence and I was like, somebody can relate to this, so let me just make it public. And what was the feedback like? What would people say? Um, the story feedback was really good, but I think it's because we were all like into that kind of stuff at that age. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then my blogging feedback, it was really good. I wasn't expecting it because a lot of people aren't public with their feelings. Like they just hide it or keep it under wraps because they don't want anybody to know they're going through anything. But then when I started sharing what I was going through or Mm -hmm. what what I had already gone through, people were more vocal about it. Mm. So that was good feedback to know I wasn't alone and that I could bring it out of, bring other people out of their memories or whatever you want to call it. What were some of the challenges you faced when it came to posting your blogs? Um... Some challenges was like, first I wanted to have an alias and not tell people who I was. And Mm. I overcame that because I realized that I wanted the credit. So I was like, well, I can't hide if I want people to like know it's me. That was a challenge that I had to overcome. And then deciding what I wanted to tell people. Like, do I want to be 100% like out there or kind of mask it a little bit just so everybody doesn't think they know everything yeah but I'm still I'm still working on that and how um how have your family and friends been supportive what have they said um my family is really supportive like my mom mostly and my friends they're supportive they'll like retweet or reblog it I don't know they're still it's still the same pretty much if I don't feel confident in something, they'll be like, that's a really good blog. You should post that. Or just tell me where I should tweak it. Or like, mm-hmm. no, that might hurt somebody's feelings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> something like that. And that's another thing, too, that you brought up. Um, like, Because I know your uh, blog posts are more personal. You know, they're coming from your own experiences. But a lot of times I, I forget that even though they're your experiences, somebody else probably would get offended by it, which you, it's kind of crazy at the same time. How do you deal with that? Um, I don't know. I don't think I think about it too much because I know it's my personal experience. So if you get offended by what I'm going through, then you probably need to look at yourself and see like what it is that's bothering you that you can relate to in what I've said. That's how I look at it. Like, nothing that I'm saying is directed towards you or anybody else. But if you feel like it is, then maybe that's something you're struggling with. 
And with your blog post too, I noticed that you uh, always post like stuff that's like uplifting at the same time. Mm-hmm. Is that just how your posts are naturally or do you structure your posts in a certain way? Um, It's kind of both. Like I structure them because I want there to be like a purpose for you to read it. Like I want you to get something out of it. So I try to make sure there's a lesson at the end. And then I also don't want to talk about stuff that I haven't already learned from because I feel like that's not helping anybody if I can't offer a solution. Yeah. So kind of both. Okay. And where do you see your blog in a year? Hopefully my subscribers will grow and it'll be more official looking like it's okay now, but I want to go all out with it and hopefully make some profit off of it like just maybe with ads or like collaborations and stuff i just want to grow my platform and grow my following within the next year most of all and do you plan on like um making it full-time yes that's what i really really want to do like i want to be a full-time not necessarily a full-time blogger like a full-time writer like I want to get things published and collaborate with people maybe be like a ghost writer for other publications stuff like that yes. what made you think about being a ghost writer because that's something that I thought about too um I don't know it's just because I don't always like because I am an introvert so I don't always like attention mm-hmm. so being a ghostwriter wouldn't really overwhelm me. And then I would still get to do what I want to do and what I like to do and yes. make money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the end goal is to make money. Yes. For those that are listening who want to start a blog but they're afraid to, what advice could you give them? Um, I think that you should just do it. Even if you're afraid, you don't have to publish it or like promote it all the way you could just put it out there and whoever it reaches it reaches them and people share stuff on their own like you'll like you never know who's not even looking for something that they run across so just do it and it doesn't have to be all fancy you don't have to pay for a a, what's it called a self-hosting site or anything like you can literally just get on wordpress and use the free platform and start blogging. And is there a quote you live by, a book you've read, or a person in your life that keeps you going? Um, yes, there's a quote. It's, um, the rest is still unwritten. Mm. And it's a song, and I used to love watching The Hills, so that's where it came from. Ooh, could you say it one more time? The Hills on MTV with Lauren Conrad and Heidi and Spencer. Nice. And the theme song is um, Natasha Bedingfield, The Rest is Still Written. So, I like that song. And then when I got older, I just, somehow it just stuck with me. And also, just because my name is Destiny, and you know, that... Nobody knows their destiny in life, really. Everything's unpredictable, which flows into the rest is still unwritten because you you don't really know what's next. Right. So it all kind of like 
came full circle. And that's just what I've been going by. I like that. That was, I won't lie, I, <laughs> I found out about the Natasha Bedingfield song through the Pantene commercial. <laughs> and ever since then, I was hooked and became a fan of hers. But I love that song. That song is amazing. Yeah. Are, you, are you working on anything new? Um, Not really. Since I took a break from social media, I wasn't blogging. So I've been writing a little bit, but nothing outside of that. And when can we expect, like, a book or something? Oh, yeah, that's actually, I was going to say that. I have, like, one of my fan fictions that I posted, and I just kind of, like, tweaked it a little bit. But I just don't really know where to start. But I really do want to get it published. I just feel like I don't know where to start. And then I keep seeing so many people I know get their books published, and I'm like, what am I doing wrong? No. <laughs> you got all the time in the world, trust me. I'm the one feel like I need to, like, try to catch up with time. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm about to be 30. No. <laughs> for real, like, I've been wanting to get a book published for, like, since maybe I started writing. Like, I've, that's always been one of my goals. I'm just, mm-hmm. I don't know what's taking me so long. It'll happen. <laughs> I know it will for you. And I know it'd be good because this is just for people listening. When I first learned of Destiny, it was through one of the stories you wrote. And I don't remember the name of it, but to this day, when I think about good stories, I think about that story. So <laughs> you are very talented. <laughs> and I'm still kind of upset <laughs> about the characters. <laughs> but yes, it, really. that's how good. That's how good your writing is. Thank you. That makes me feel special. And then from that serious part of the interview, I like to get into some fun, random questions. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. What is a stress reliever for you? Um, writing is a stress reliever, but if I'm too stressed, then I can't write. Like, it just won't work. Nothing will come out. So... If I'm too stressed to write, then I have to get out and, like, be in nature. And not really, like, nature because we don't have, like, mountains or anything. So, like, I just need fresh air. That helps a lot. Nice. And what was your favorite toy as a kid? Hmm. I think my Barbie dolls because I would always, that which is really weird, but I would always have a story whenever I would play with my Barbies and then whenever I would take a break and come back I would continue that story so it was like a soap opera for Barbie dolls so I think that's why I started writing stories too because I was like hmm I'm already acting with these Barbie dolls I might as well just write it out I think we share something on that end <laughs> I did not know that so my sisters and I when we were I'm the oldest and my, my two young sisters are behind me but the one that's right behind me, when we played Barbie dolls, we had a story, like a theme. Like it was like every time we came back to it, they just picked up where they yes. left off. <laughs> yeah, that's how I was. And I didn't have any siblings. So I was just talking to myself with like six different Barbie dolls. <laughs> but those are some good times. Though. I won't lie. Like I think some of our stories got a little too real. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> And would you rather go on a... Okay, this is a long one. Okay. Would you rather go on a blind date 
with someone who had half of the qualities you look for or go on a date with a friend who you knew likes you but they just got out of a relationship? Um, I would rather go on a date with a friend who I know likes me but just got out of a relationship because dating isn't like set in stone so we could just be hanging out and then over time it could turn into something yeah even though they just got out of a relationship that it doesn't have to be like a rush and there's no point in wasting time with somebody who doesn't have the qualities you want that's true that's so true and what was your first job um i worked at this chicken place called golden chick what and i started when i was 16. Like literally the summer, the summer that I moved back to Oklahoma, I started working there. Wow. And I quit my senior year of college right before I started um, AKA. That's good. <laughs> and then, do you have any pets? Nope, I don't have any pets. I don't think I could handle a pet. I think we're in the same boat. <laughs> <laughs> and if you could be any character, from any show, cartoon, movie, book, anything, what character would it be and why? Hmm. Um, I don't know. That's hard. I like yeah. Ginger from As Told by Ginger. Mm. Um, I don't know why, though. I feel like she just, she's like my soul twin, even though she's not real. Uh-huh. But I just feel like, when I go back and watch the old episodes, I'm like, this is so, like, me. Yes. So, I don't know. I would just be Ginger because I feel like she understands me. And she she wrote in her diary, like, all the time. And that was me. That is so true. I love that little show. I won't lie. Mm-hmm. I actually miss all those shows that used to come on. Yeah. <laughs> and how can people reach you? Um, You can follow me on Twitter at underscore I am your destiny, all lowercase. The same for Instagram. And Snapchat is DES2014. Oh, and my blog, sorry. (laughs) My blog is chasingmy20s.com and it's chasingmy spelled out and then 20s.com for the number 20. Yay! Thank you so much for doing this interview with me. Like, I've, I've been watching you come up <laughs> and I've like really, really enjoyed watching your progress and seeing how you going from, you know, reading your stories on Tumblr to you having your own blog. It's official. <laughs> so I'm really proud of you. And I just want to thank you so much for letting me interview you. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I've never been interviewed before. So I was like, Mom, I'm about to get interviewed. It's been real. <laughs> This is real life. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave a rating and review on iTunes and invite your friends to listen as well. For more information on today's episode, head on over to charactershere.com and follow me on Twitter at charactershere. Don't forget to check out my books on Amazon. Until next time, don't be a stranger, be a character. Be a character.